What it do, gay, gay. This is your girl, Lily Katie, coming back to you guys with another wonderful episode of Terror and Talk. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing to this podcast. All the love you send me, I send it back to you in abundance. Okay? First of all, thinking of thinking the most high, right? So this episode will be tapping into relationship trauma. And I got this topic a couple of weeks ago, and I really wanted to do some research on this before I actually published this episode. And I did a little bit of research and also using my intuition, my intuitive spiritual gift to give you guys this message and why it's important to heal. Because we know already talked about childhood trauma. You know, now I feel like we're going to take it a little deeper and let's talk about relationship trauma. So what is relationship trauma? And relationship trauma is just the things we experience in relationships that has a negative effect on us when it comes to dating. And I feel like not only to dating with other connections, maybe like friendship or business um, relationships or even like co-workers relationships, I feel like. The things we experience kind of shape us into how we move around these connections. And I feel like then all relationships that we go through are not always the best, right? We I feel like sometimes we learn a lot of lessons in connections. So um, let's dig a little deeper and talk about the types of relationship trauma, right? You have the main one everyone knows is physical abuse. And then you have the psychological mental abuse. And then we have sexual abuse and verbal abuse. Um, physical abuse is very much plain and simple. Any bodily, somebody do something to somebody to cause some type of physical harm, right? And then psychological abuse is anything that abuse somebody mentally, maybe like, um, you know, controlling somebody mentally or emotionally, I get, or trying to belittle, I'm getting in that type of energy. That's more like psychological abuse. Um, and then you have sexual abuse. And that is basically like when um, that happens in a relationship. If someone like forces you to do something sexual you don't want to do or forces you to have sex with them and you really don't want to have sex with them or, you know, make you doing these crazy things that you don't really want to do, but you do it because your partner wants you to, that's abuse. Um, And then you have, of course, verbal abuse when people, you know, yelling, screaming at you uh, to to force some type of control or, you know, calling you names and belittling you and um, anything that defies your character, right? I take that as verbal abuse. Um... So things one may feel after experiencing some type of relationship trauma is triggers is a big one. Like flashbacks, you can, like something can happen that can make you flashback to whatever abuse you were experiencing at that time. Um, You know, your your self-esteem might be extremely low after going through these type of things, be going through this type of trauma and these type of form of abuse. Um, you may have obsessive thoughts, like you might blame yourself or try to replay what happened and what you could have did differently to not make this person react this way. Because often victims overly apologize 
and they feel like it's their fault. The person makes them feel like there's something that they're doing to cause them to do this to them, right? So that's that psychological abuse, that manipulation energy. Um, so they can over, you can over apologize. Um, and then we have fear, anger, you feel guilty. Like again, blame yourself. You might feel shame. And then you might have a lot of suspicion when it comes to relationships because of your trauma. You may not trust people a lot. You could have problems in sleeping, like you have nightmares, night terrors, um, things like that. You have eating disorders, you know, th- things of that nature. Um, I feel like it's important when you are coming out of I define these as toxic relationships to take time to heal. And I think that is very important because um, you don't want to go in this connection living out your trauma. Um, and or like, you know, something your new partner may do may trigger you in a way that cause you to make you relive this past traumatic relationship you have freed yourself from. So it's, it's often to have those conversations. If I feel like even after you're coming out of these type of like toxic connections, it's important to take time to heal first because um, you don't want your new partner to pay for the mistakes of your old one, right? And I feel like you're going to be able, you're going to be more open to having that conversation with your new partner about your past relationship trauma. So they could be more sensitive to your triggers if you are not completely healed. And I feel like, you know, even if you heal, something may, something new may trigger you that you never experienced before and it caused you to relive your past trauma. So I feel like it's really important to heal so you can be able to have that conversation. Um, so... One type of relationship trauma that I have experienced personally was um, physical and emotional abuse. Um, This person would manipulate me with my emotions. They would, it was like they were playing some type of sick game, right? It was like they would love bombing right at one point and then the next they would completely snatch all like emotional fulfillment back from me and I kind of caught on to it towards the end um because it wasn't it wasn't making sense like one minute you love me one minute I can I don't hear from you I don't see you we don't talk da 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 so I had to put two and two together like okay I'm being manipulated I'm being gaslighted I'm being love bombed um and what it started to do how it started to affect me mentally um my confidence really took a plummet um I started to view myself in a way that was not positive I started to feel like I wasn't good enough, like, you know, I have something to constantly prove to them. And it was just, it really became draining, trying to prove my worth or that I'm worthy of love. And so that's when I realized that I this is something I have to free myself from because it's not healthy for me. Um, it started to impact my emotions. It started to impact my mental health, I suffer from anxiety, as I told y'all about in the past, and I pretty much have gotten it under control now, but back then, um, 
it would trigger my anxiety and I would have like these um, anxiety attacks, panic attacks. I would be feeling anxious. I could, I would, I would not sleep very well. Um, my eating habits wasn't the best. I was drinking an awful lot. Um, just, I would have to literally drink guys to sleep. <laughs> like if I wanted to sleep, I has to be like overly intoxicated. And I just got tired of trying to, cause I was at that time I was feeling like I needed a way to cope, you know? Um, and so I realized that I wasn't coping in a healthy way. And I felt like the, the, the most important thing for me to do was to break free from this person to not give them that manipulation control that they so desperately wanted over me. Um, they wanted to control the connection. They wanted to control me. They wanted to control just all the aspects of the relationship. And that's the way they chose to do it was with my emotions, um, which is weird because I'm, I'm very much aqua. We are not emotional people, but we are. I feel like, you know, so it was kind of weird, but it's like when we like something, we like it. And then when we don't, we don't. We it's, it, Like, once it's off, it's off. We cannot turn that switch back on. You know, we detach very easily. So, um, so I feel like that's why that person chose psychological and emotional abuse to manipulate me and to control me in the connection and getting me to do what he wanted me to do. Um, so I just broke free from that. I really got tired of, you know, I feel like I got tired of the games from one. I got tired of the games. I got tired of the manipulation. And often people who are abusive in relationships, men in some also have some type of form of abuse that they have experienced in the past. Could be childhood, could be relationship, whatever the case may be, they experience some type of trauma themselves that's causing them to act out their trauma and to, like they say, to hurt you, like hurt people, hurt people. And that's the thing. Um, and some people have that attitude of, I'm gonna hurt you before you hurt me. You know, I don't know why that energy is like that, but some people do have that. It's like that survival type energy versus just enjoying being in love and, 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 and enjoying being in love and being one and feeling good and feeling fulfilled in the connection. It's like, let me get you before you get me, you know? Um, some people are based off, some people are used to being in relationships where they are taught to survive and not to really like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, it's like they have some type of survival type skills or like outlook on life to where they can't even be in a connection and be vulnerable. They can't be in a connection and be authentic. They can't be them true selves. They feel like you will use that against them. Like, it's like, it's like they like dating their or they're sleeping with the enemy type energy. It's so weird to me um, how people cannot be. You know, I feel like your partner is supposed to be your safe place. You know, that's the person that I trust the most. That's the person who I'm vulnerable with. That's the person who I have these uncomfortable conversations with and these real-ass, deep-ass conversations. Like, I want my person to be my safe place and vice versa. I should be theirs. So I will never use anything that my partner tell me in confidence against them and vice versa. So I think it's really weird when people do that. Um, so I think that... That's why 
these people who have been abused and connections hurt other people that they're dealing with because they don't, they're operating on their hurt and they really got so comfortable in operating out this hurt, they don't know how to be different. Like, they're stuck in their ways. They're failing to change. They're failing to grow. They're failing to be real. They're failing to be vulnerable. You know, everybody wants to be real, but nobody really wanted to do the work what it takes to be real, you know, if that makes sense. But um, some ways you can heal from relationship trauma, first and foremost, is identifying your your trauma, you know, uh, meditating on it and um, allowing yourself communicating it, allowing yourself to feel what it is that you feel. Um, I think that is one of the most important things is because we're taught, you know, you cry, you weak to show emotion that's weak. And I feel like to show emotion, that's actually a sign of strength because most people run from their trauma or run from their pain or run from their hurt but you taking the time to confront it and heal it that takes a lot of strength so I feel like dealing with it acknowledging it um speaking it you know um allowing yourself to feel what it is that you feel or what you've been keeping so buried so buried deep inside you that you because you don't want to feel that I feel like it's time to bring it to the surface and heal it it's very uncomfortable it doesn't feel good but I'm telling you once you do the work it's going to change your relationship and your connections like it's, it's gonna you're gonna be a totally different person in the connection you're gonna be coming healed whole and high vibrational right um, also, I feel like journaling is a very big um, practice that can help with not only with any relationship trauma, but like with any type of trauma or anything that you're dealing with in your life. It's always good to journal it, journal your emotions down, get it out. Don't hold on to it. Don't hold on to that energy. Don't let it become stuck. Don't let it become a blockage and release it. You know, sometimes you just write it out, deal with it and release it and move forward and, and, and try to heal from that. And don't allow that to block other connections and other relationships when you may have when it comes to dating, when it comes to friendships or business relationships, whatever it is, or even relationships with your family and your and your um, co-workers, whatever it is that you have, release that so it won't impact those new connections in a negative way you're starting off with a clean slate you know um self-love and self-care I feel like is also a big part of healing because when you go through things that hurt it kind of like when I was telling you when I was going through the the psychological abuse and the in the mental abuse um I started to see myself in a in a in a dark way like I started to question my gifts. I started to question who I am. I started to question, you know, um, everything about me. I just felt like I wasn't worthy. And I had to level myself and build myself and my confidence back up. And I had to level myself the way that I needed to be loved. And I had to fulfill my own self. I didn't look for love in other people or other people to validate me or other people to fill me up with love. I totally relied on myself. And that changed who I am because now when other people love me is extra, you know, because I decided I'm going to love myself in the way that, you know, um, 
that I need to be loved. You know, everybody wants to be loved differently. And who knows you better than you, right? So what I did was, you know, fed fed back into myself. All the energy I was giving to these men that weren't worthy, they weren't worth two pennies, honey. So I'm like, why not give that stuff to me? And I was giving that good stuff. You know, I'm saying, I'm just playing. But no real talk. I decided to pull my energy back from these people and to love on me. At the time, because I needed it the most. How can I love everybody else if I don't have enough love for myself you know I feel like I can't be what I need to be for other people if I'm not what I need to be for myself I gotta make sure I'm good first and then I'm able to love on everybody else you know so I had to fill myself up first and then fill other people cup up I didn't rely on others to fill my cup and that was a valuable lesson because I also noticed like when I was saying when I was dealing with my trauma this person will fill my cup up and then take it up and deplete me it's like Feeding somebody all this good food and then making them go hungry for weeks. It was kind of like that. And so it makes you like, so when they're filling you up, you like, you're you're just like so glad to be eating, right? The analogy, you're so glad to be eating. Person finally give you food, you're so glad to be eating, you just eat it all up. And then you kind of say something later because you're like, damn, they might deprive me again. And then it becomes a repetitive cycle. Um, but once I cut on to it, I cut it off completely. I'm like... I, for my sanity, my peace is in, in my mental clarity. Like, if I have to choose me between me and this person, I'm definitely choosing me. And that's what I did. Also, it's very empowering when you cut off these these toxic relationship connections that, you know, you get these relationship trauma from because it empowers you. You feel like you're back in control because what happens when things start to spiral, you feel like you just don't. Your lack of control, like you don't even control your own self and you really do. So it's like just to feel like you have some sense of control or power, like getting that magician energy, it just is empowering. It's uplifting. It makes you feel good. It makes you be able to hold your head up high, you know, and standing on your boundaries and sticking to them, you know, it makes you feel great and cutting it off and saying no this is it I'm in control of this of my life my mood I decide my vibe you know it gives you power back over yourself you know so I feel like that's very a very very important part to how to heal from this type of you know relationship trauma and I'm just going to close this out with this If you're in a relationship or in a connection that does not add any value to your life in any way, shape, or form, do yourself a favor and close it out. Choose you, okay? I feel like we often stay in situations because of love and that we genuinely love someone so much, but then when we really, you know, sit down and have that, you know, that real-ass conversation with ourselves and really evaluate and analyze the connection, realize we're not receiving anything in return. We're constantly filling a cup when ours is being depleted, you know? And I feel like those are the connections that impact us the most, the ones that are not healthy for us because it can leave such a negative effect on how we operate because we often live through our our trauma and wear it as a badge of honor like oh I've been through this I made it through but did you really because now you are 
representing your you letting your trauma define who you are with that it's just something you experience it's not who you are it doesn't define your worth your quality your beauty your handsomeness your intelligence it does not define anything about you you know it it says more about that person than you you know like people got to realize times sometimes when people do things to us and say things about us, nine times out of ten is a reflection of, no, ten out of ten, correction, is a reflection of who they are, not who we are. Especially if we have been, you know, nothing but genuine, nothing but nice, nothing but giving, nothing but loving. And I feel like a lot of you are coming, because, you know, retrograde, You know, it's almost to an end. Thank God. (laughs) Okay? And I feel like a lot of us did a lot of work. I feel like a lot of us have, um, in this short amount of time, I feel like a lot of us are coming to terms with our relationships and realizing the shit it is, the bullshit that it is. Okay, let's be real. If it quack like a duck, it walk like a duck. It's a duck. I feel like a lot of us is freeing ourselves because we're realizing that these some of these connections that we're that are in are in are one sided. It's not going nowhere. This person's not going to change. This person's not going to love us how we want to be loved. And it doesn't. And it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. You know, some people just don't have it in them. You know, they don't know how to have healthy relationships. They don't know how to be a good partner in relationships. They don't know how to be a good friend. They don't know how to be, you know a good loyal business partner whatever the case may be some people just don't know how to do that and instead of you know I'm not one I'm not going to try to fix nobody you know even though I have that you know I always want to help but I have to start to I had to also realize that you know um everybody don't want to be helped and everybody's not willing to accept my help. And it hurts me sometimes because I go out my way to help people. But I had to realize that some people don't want to be helped, you know. And I'm the type of partner in a connection that I'm going to be, I'm going to have your back. Like, I'm going to tell you that real shit. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to love on you. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you the truth, even though sometimes it may not be what you want to hear. But, you know, I'm going to tell you that truth because I don't want you going out bad out here. Like, I'm that person that, you know, and I'm not going to do it in a way to embarrass you in front of other people like that. But when it's me and you and we're having these, like, deep conversations, I'm going to tell you what it is. Like, you know, like, you you need to do this and that. And what you're doing, like, you're better than that. Like, I don't mind having those conversations, but the issue comes in when the person is not willing or even open to have those conversations. And I feel like those conversations build the connection. It builds trust. It builds loyalty. It builds love. It builds, it it expands and involves the connection, especially when you're being real vulnerable and just, it makes you closer. You know, it's like a safe place. And I, and for me, I feel like my partner should be a safe place and, um, and vice versa. So I feel like, you know, um, I'm kind of getting off topic here. I feel like some of us is coming out of a, out of a connection where it, where this person wore a mask. They didn't feel, and it's not nothing that you guys have done to make this person feel like they cannot be their authentic self with you. This person, y'all dealing with people that has never been real with 
any person they ever dated. They always have a mask, okay? And when you came along, you you told them you pulled that mask off and you said it's okay, but they put it right back on. And I feel like they're starting to realize that that even if you're with this person or if you're not, it doesn't matter. I feel like they're starting to realize the value in you. I feel like they're starting to see the way you love versus others. You could be in a third-party situation for some of you um, or dealing with someone has has many options. And I feel like they're learning the difference because they was looking for your love and everybody else. They feel like there was at the beginning there was nothing very special about your love um, and that everybody's going to love them in this way. But they found out really hard and really quickly that's not the case. I feel like you are special when it comes to how you love. Like, it's just so real. It's so raw. And this person, you know, put you through a lot. And you you got scars and trauma from this connection. But I feel like you are realizing the things for what they is and what they are. And I feel like you are healing and you're working on yourself and you're building yourself back up. And, you know, I say this, don't rush back out into dating. You know, don't rush, um, don't rush things, don't rush and get into another connection. I really feel like it's important for you to take your time with it because you have to heal those scars and go in with that clean slate, that heal, that high vibrational energy and whole energy before you try to move on with the next person. Because what you don't want to do again is meet someone who's healed, whole, and high vibrational, and you're still wearing the scars, and then you create, you give them wounds they didn't have before they met you, you know? So it works both ways. You want to both be healed, whole, and high vibrational. All right, my gang gang, so that is the message. Let me know if this resonated with you. Leave me some, um, or how much you like this reading, um, reading, or this podcast, <laughs> kind of like a read um, at the end there, um, and leave me some some um, feedback. I would love to hear back from you. Thank you again for subscribing. See you guys next week. Much love. Peace.